Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. As you're listening to this today, my daughter and I are hopefully in the air, weather permitted with all this ice storm stuff going on. We are flying to Cabo for a family friend's wedding. Now, am I going to cheat a little on my path of most resistance? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. My sister-in-law gave me the perfect phrase for it. She called it damp January. Now, I'm not going to ruin any of my momentum. My daughter and I have already talked about where we're going to get in our exercise each day, and we're both bringing our actual physical Bibles with us. But if you think I am going to an all-inclusive resort and not enjoying myself a little bit, you are crazy. (laughs) There will not be any applied suffering happening for me in Cabo. Just thought I should be honest in how all of this is playing out in real life. Damp January will be in effect the 17th through the 21st. Then I'll be back to the applied suffering for the last nine days of the month. As I mentioned before, a large part of my business is dedicated to the Enneagram. I do individual coaching, group coaching, and public speaking for educational events. And I have always loved the psychology you know, that, that surrounds the whole human experience. The DISC profile, Myers-Briggs, Strength Finder, all those personality tests are so revealing and help a potential employer kind of get a general idea of the person they are considering adding to their team. Certain careers are best ex- executed by certain personality types, for sure. But oftentimes, I'm asked if certain personality types are better leaders. The answer to that is no. Anyone can be a leader. Just get in the front of the line. Certain personality types might be more comfortable than others at the front of the line, but leadership starts with just position. Are you at the front of the line? Anyone has the capacity to be promoted to the front for various reasons. The better question, though, is are certain personality types more equipped for leading? In that case, it has everything to do with that individual person, not really their personality. How well does any person understand their reasons for doing anything that they do? If you can pinpoint your own motivations as well as the motivations of others, you are light years ahead in the leadership game. It's because we are all not little bobbleheads mindlessly typing on keyboards and cubicles. Every single person that wakes up in the morning is motivated to proceed with their day for very individual reasons. So let me kind of explain with a super speedy walkthrough of the Enneagram that is not at all encompassing whatsoever. So the Enneagram has nine types. Type one is reforming. They're driven by morality. Type two is helping. They want to be wanted and love to be loved. Type three is succeeding. Needs to be seen as important. Type four is creating. Feels all the feels all the time. Type five, knowing. Cannot get enough information. Type six, protecting. Anxiety is always close by at all times. Type seven, playing. 
looking forward to the next fun thing. Type eight, challenging, desires justice. Type nine, peacemaking, can go along sometimes to get along. If you do not know your own Enneagram type, I have a free assessment that I would love to shoot your way. It is assessment.yourenneagramcoach.com. This is going to connect you with the group that I'm certified with. But please send me your results so that I can put some additional free resources in your hand to help you understand the assessment. And that assessment will be in the show notes if you don't want to write it down right now. But for those of you who know a little bit about the Enneagram and you know your number, these are the top things that you need to know. Number one, the Enneagram reveals your motivations for why you do what you do. It is not your personality. Any number can be introverted or extroverted, influential or dominant, strong in discipline or significance. You get what I'm saying. It's the why you show up strong or the why you are influential. It is your motivation for the outward behavior. Number two, the Enneagram is not to be used as a weapon against others or yourself. You should never use the Enneagram as a crutch for poor behavior. And you should never point out to others or about others their poor behavior based upon their type. Like, oh, look at Felicia all up in her feelings again. She's such a four. Don't do that. Or, y'all know I can't help sticking my nose into other people's business. I'm such a two. I'm just trying to help. Don't do that. Your type will reveal potential rumble strips that will alert you so that you can make adjustment, not excuses. Number three, the Enneagram is the most revealing typology you will ever study. And there are a lot of armchair experts out there that know just enough to be dangerous. The best way to get accurate information is from someone who has done extensive research through a certified program on all nine types. So here's some high, just some high points to kind of help you understand, okay? You have a single Enneagram type. You're not multiple types. I hear people all the time say, I'm a 8-5 or I'm a 3-6. And they're getting that from because they took an assessment or they took an online test and it spit out a bunch of numbers that said you could be this and maybe, you know, you came up close on this next number, you are either an eight or a five. You are either a three or a six, whatever you are one number. What is possible that you're referring to is the alignment or the wings. An alignment is simply how you how your behavior shows up in certain situations. For instance, a stressed out type two is going to come off aggressive like a type eight. But a peaceful type two is going to be very creative like a type four and how she serves those around them. The motivation of the type two is to be a helper. That doesn't change. But the outward behavior might change based upon the internal environment. Every type has two alignments. You can pick up the good and the bad from both based upon how aware you are in the situation at hand. Or it's possible that you could be referring to your wing. Just like an airplane has a body and a wing literally attached on both sides, your Enneagram wing is literally attached to your main type. So a type four can only wing right or left to the three or the five. So the four's in the middle, the three or the five. A seven can only wing to the seven or the eight. The wings show up more like a traditional personality that we're used to talking about. An anxious, protected, motivated type six who is easily distracted and all about having fun is going to have a seven wing. 
but an anxious, protection-motivated type six who gathers all the information before making any decisions, that's going to be a five wing. Still motivated by protection, but picks up external displays of the next door types. As you can see, there is a lot to know about yourself. And now I'm not even going to get into the subtypes. Each type or number represents nine possible different versions of each type. So there's nine different types of ones, nine different types of type two, nine different versions of type three. You get what I'm saying? And that's not even taking into account the fact that male and female versions have their own expressions. I absolutely encourage you to take the free assessment that I mentioned earlier that can be found in the show notes. And I also do a little, you know, do some amateur digging into your type once you find out. Play around on Instagram, following some Instagram accounts. Do all of that. Some knowledge is better than no knowledge, in my opinion. But unless you for real know what you're talking about, do not be handing out free advice on the subject, causing further confusion and misunderstanding for other people. Point others to a certified coach. And lucky for you, that's me. I'm certified in a respective program and do know what I'm talking about, at least in this area anyway. I have never, not even once, had a client that was not completely in awe of the growth that they accumulated during our sessions. And it's pretty simple, too. We just we meet over Zoom for one hour for five weeks. You pick a day of the week. You chose it and choose an hour, you know, so for five weeks, we meet at the same time to discuss your specific Enneagram type. The overall goal is for you to become the best version of yourself based upon what your core, core motivations, your core fears, your core weakness, and your core desires are. In 2024, would you like to commit to as little as five hours to knowing yourself better in order to make better choices that lead to you getting what you want out of life? Then I want you to email me at elizabeth at ebc consulting so there's gonna be two c's there ebc consulting llc.com or come into my dms you know at ebc underscore consulting letting me know that you're ready to take this thing to the next level i have a feeling that this is exactly what some of you guys have been needing but did not really realize it until now your internal motivation your and all this that drive that you have your internal motivational drive all of that catapult your attitude as well as your actions. So how about we do something about it together?